Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Man vs. Bee on Netflix. What'd you think? This show is like it was made for someone the exact opposite of me (laughs) so let me guess you loved it (laughs) no uh here's what i'll say if rowan atkinson if i were netflix and rowan atkinson came to me and said i want to make a 10 episode series where i am basically in a mansion fucking it up while trying to deal with the bee Will you make that? I would immediately say, yeah, no question. Rowan Atkinson wants to do a, a thing. I'd If I were Netflix, I'd let him do it. And then if he turned in this, it would be exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah, that's fair. Ex- yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do know what it is. I hate it. I hate about this, but. I don't know what it is I hate about this that I find fine with something like Mr. Bean because Mr. Bean is a similar sort of show where yeah in every episode shit's just kind of going wrong for him and he's dealing with it and generally he's a bumbling idiot sort of thing. Yeah. I think that it was done well. Like like I said this is exactly what I would have expected this this outcome they they set it up they did they did all the things that they were supposed to do they checked the boxes it checked all the boxes it's just that it wasn't particularly original like it was just i feel like i could have written this at this point yeah like like i said to shay if it were 1935 and this were starring the three stooges fucking brilliant would have killed it would have <laughs> killed. Killed. killed absolutely <laughs> crushed yes <laughs> like honey our three house sitters are here no 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 yeah that's what it needed is just like more uh interpersonal violence i think what it needed i'm thinking about it now is less rowan atkinson talking <laughs> I thought Rowan Atkinson. Oh, I thought he was fine. Yeah, but the only legitimately thinking about it, I remember. I haven't watched Mr. Bean in a while, so it's possible it would piss me off this much too. But I remember watching and liking Mr. Bean, and I obviously distinctly remember watching this and really not liking this, like legitimately hating it. Did you ever see Jenny English? No, but I know that this was written by the same dude. Yeah. And the only thing I can point to that's the difference, it it's not me. I'm the exact same person I was 15 years ago. Exact, right. We all know you're incapable of change. The exact same. <laughs> um, is that Rowan Atkinson talks in this. I guess that's it. Just when we write episode two, Rowan Atkinson can't talk. Do you want to tell everybody what this is about? I it, feel like we just the, did. T- the titles. It, it's in the title. It's a man and a bee. Uh, Rowan Atkinson plays a house sitter, a first time house sitter. If I were a house sitting company, which I'm not sure how that's a thing, but if I were a house sitting company, I would absolutely. These clientele are super rich. It's gotta be, there's gotta be a catered service to rich people like this. You're probably right. And if that's true, the first thing I'd be telling my trainees is don't tell them that this is your first time. Period. End. 
because yeah. that just increases anxiety for them. It, like, even if like, is, have you done this before? Yes, absolutely. The end that you just fucking lie. If I ran this company, an experienced house sitter would have been there with him. You don't get to watch a house by yourself the first time. No. It's a fucking house, dude. Like, what is there? What what could possibly go wrong? He's a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like, I think that I would have trained someone. I think I would have trained someone and figured out pretty quickly during the training that this person's a fucking idiot. Like, hey, the thing that when the when the house owner says Everything you need to know is in this manual and says that very ominously. And like, we've got to stop everything to have this moment where they say it's in the manual. Don't put that manual in harm's way by, I don't know, idly setting it on top of a stove. Yeah. Uh, they did all of the stuff setting things up. They're like, here's how the cabinets work. And you're like, okay, so the cabinets are going to come into play. Here's how this works. Okay, so we're going to see that come into play. Here's Dog's not allowed in here. Okay, the dog's definitely going in there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Idly putting the book on top of the burners thing, I was like, okay, come on. Like, I could believe him idly doing it, but then when he moves it and he just puts it on a different burner, that's when I was like, all right, that... Like, at that point, you need to set that over on the kitchen counter. Like, your first thought needs to be like, oh, shit, I can't believe I put this here. <laughs> I th- I think that there could have been something legitimately fun, like, f- like humorously done with that, where he's setting it in, like, very obviously precarious situations, like, on top of the stove, like, next to the dog food or, like, any of those things. And you just have this moment of, like, oh, this is what's going to happen to the manual. And then it's fine. He picks it up and moves it somewhere else. And the moment is passed. Like, there could have been that tension. But instead, it was sets it down on stove. I knew immediately, with no questions asked, that stove was getting turned on and it was getting lit on fire. And he was not going to figure it out until the worst possible moment. Right. And to to your point, they could have done it any number of ways. They could have had the him – because, like I said, I believe him the first time idly setting it on the stove when all that chaos is going on. Fine. Uh, so, it could have – bumped the knob while he's trying to deal with the dog any any number of things instead of accidentally turning on the wrong birder and not noticing make make the stakes even higher make this a homicidal bee and that bee is the one that turns on the burner yeah like a- anything the the bee had no personality it was just like a fucking bee that he was annoyed by yeah that wasn't doing anything right uh it landed on his pastry i guess but like there's no stakes in this it's unless i i expected the expositional scene of like, and I'm deathly allergic to bees, daughter of mine. You know what I mean? Like any right. sort of explanation for why he should be this hung up about a bee flying around the house. Right. Leave the bee alone. It'll be fine. Yeah. You had a good idea with that book. It's like it's on the burner or something and you think it's going to happen. And then he's like, oh, like it's going to fall or something. It's like, oh, shit. And he like picked it up and uh, those expectations were subverted. But then what needed to happen is like. He turns around to walk and he like trips on something and drops it in the fish tank or something like that. So you still get the the book being ruined, but you get, go on a little roller coaster. The, the about second it. the book got brought up and the second that the codes to open various doors were brought up as being very convoluted things. And when he tries to write it down and she's like, no, 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 no it's all in the book. You know, in that moment, that book's getting destroyed. Period. End. Yeah. So at least make something funny of it instead of, okay, yep. It's, it's on fire now. Neat. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it didn't even light on fire right away. 
No, like, he, it sat he there for to, a long time. He tries to heat up soup and he turns on a burner, apparently not noticing what burner or paying attention to what burner he puts on. For it, it was the exact opposite one. For him to have done that, he would have had to turn one. Like, either this oven is the most poorly set up oven I've ever imagined. Well, so where the knobs are vertically on the right to the to the burner. So they're in a row going uh, from the back of the stove to the front of the stove. I still think that there should there if it's just front to back and there's no indication like those little circles where one's colored in. Oh no, that's going to be my next point. Is it obviously had to have that any any number of things? I I think I don't know. I don't understand a world in which somebody says this is a vitally important book for you that you don't immediately start thumbing through that and figuring out some things about the house. Yeah. Also, do you know what I do every single time I turn on a burner on a stove? Put your hand on it. No, I crouch down to see which one turned on just so I'm absolutely sure that I, like, reflexively, like, they're labeled. I know which one's which. I still check. I I also don't think the first thing you do five minutes into house sitting is open up a can of whatever the fuck that was. Ham and pea soup. Yeah, ham and pea soup and just, like, dig in. Their food is so bland. Except for that great British Bake Off show, which I've been watching, they make some pretty... because their their sweet game is on point. Like the the pastries and uh, candy over there is really fucking good too. It's just everything else sucks. It's <laughs> right, England. You've been put on blast. Yeah, England. You're not allowed to listen to the podcast. How many people in England listen to our podcast? Uh, more than zero. Oh, okay. Hey. Pip pip, thanks for listening to our podcast. You're you can keep listening, Cheerio. Also, what's up with your stove burners? Don't at me. Also, I'm pretty sure that we know everybody that's put a review, a, an okay review on this podcast personally. So the fact that you're still listening and haven't put one on is a little hurtful. So you know what? No, back to that. Fuck you. Yeah, at least four stars, please. Also, go to your local British Apple store. What is it called there? A Macintosh store? <laughs> what do they call apples in England? Okay, so. I picked this show because I thought it was going to be ridiculous mm-hmm. and some good fodder for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I heard about this show um, from listening to My Brother, My Brother and Me. They talked about it on that. Okay. When they mentioned it on that, I mentioned it to Shay, and as I mentioned it to Shay, she said, you need to tell my dad about this, because apparently her dad is a very big Mr. Bean fan, and so therefore she is too. She grew up watching Mr. Bean. A couple weeks ago, at this point, it feels like I told him about this, and he was like, oh, he does. this is a man that does not watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um so he was like, oh, yeah, no, I got to watch that. He likes that. He likes, like, the Marx Brothers and those types of things. Um, about a week ago, after it had come out, he he says to they start talking about how they had a bee in the house and they were trying to get out of the house and, like, how Shay's dad, like, swatted it, but it was only stunned and everything. And they're like, can you believe that? And I was like, uh, and they're like, just like in Man vs. Bee, it happens all the time. He stuns that bee like 25 times. Oh, I was, and I was like, oh, so you've watched it. And they're like, yeah. And I said to her dad, I was like, is it worth the watch? She was like, oh, yeah, it's worth the watch. Yeah. And so I was like, cool. Uh, so <laughs> we watched it 
I watched it yesterday when I got off of work. An easy, really fast 20 minutes. I was very thankful for that. Like, it was over oh, before yeah, the second I knew it. I was 19 minutes. Yeah. I, I breathed a sigh of relief because yeah. I just knew going in this probably wasn't going to be my jam. Shay and I went out to dinner with Shay's grandfather yesterday. And we got home maybe 9 or 9.30 and got ready for bed and crawled into bed and it's like, oh, you want to put something on to wind, wind down a great British baking show or like we've been doing like a cheers or something like that. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, cool. And she goes, actually, can we watch the first episode of Man vs. Bee? <laughs> and I said, I mean, yeah, it'll be my second time watching it today. She's like, okay. And so I, I watched it twice. And uh, Shay told me I can't drag it through the mud. So what I need you to do then is feed me all of the comments you wanted to say to drag it through the mud. And then I'll just say them because you know what? You don't get to tell me what to say, Shay. <laughs> yeah. Also, this show sucked. You're not allowed to listen to this podcast, Shay. <laughs> I spent the last five minutes getting the Squarespace analytics uh, shit back up just, just so I could check and see. Yep, we do still have one uh, listener in the United Kingdom. Uh, we is, also, it, is it Harry Styles? Uh, is Harry Styles from Leicestershire? Uh, I don't know. Is uh, it um We also leg? have one from uh, the Isle of Man and one from uh, Ireland. Ugh. I thought you were going to say Isle of Wight and I was going to be like, it is wet leg. Nope. Uh, oh. We also have one from Poland. And Kuwait, and just like lots of other random like one offs, which more than likely are just people using VPNs. Okay, so let's get into this. Let's see here. Oh, okay, so these homeowners are like doing some sort of insurance scheme, right? Like they're evil. Like the last episode is them figuring out like he's off the hook because these homeowners set up on an elaborate ruse to get some insurance money. I think it has to be that. Otherwise, this comedy show gets really dour because the beginning of the first episode, we see him in court getting presumed like getting sentenced as guilty for reckless driving, destroying an art like all sorts of some sort of shit, like just lots of uh, reckless driving, criminal destruction, arson, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I guess that's the only explanation I can think of that would make sense. Either that or the last episode ends with him like getting put in a jail cell and then there's a bee buzzing around his jail cell. That doesn't take away from the fact that he has a daughter whom he clearly loves very much and he got this job solely so that he could go on vacation with her. And him going to prison means he can't see her for like probably a pretty long time given all the charges. I don't know that a bee showing up in that prison cell unless it helps him break out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like the bees buzzing and then like the credits roll and then um, the mid, 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 mid credits. It's like one month later it's just like the jail just on fire and him standing outside of the jail cell just like with ash on his face and the bees just still buzzing around him and this is the origins of bee man (laughs) yep but yeah so he gets sentenced in the trial and he says i'm terribly sorry you see there was this bee and then tells the story which it feels like he would have told at the beginning of the trial. <laughs> like, or, or like at any point, like he would have been questioned in any way. <laughs> so if I ever get arrested, I'm just going to sit there. Wait until you're sentenced. Wait until I'm sentenced and be like, actually, <laughs> I couldn't have committed that murder. Hold up there, judge. I was at home that night. 
I've got I've got some evidence I'd like to enter. <laughs> Exhibit A, this B. <laughs> and then like I just like call somebody up like, oh hey Chuck, you know that guy you killed? And he's like, Oh yeah, I remember murdering him. And I'm like, eh? <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> Bet you feel silly now, don't you? <laughs> I have very little notes on this. Same. I mean, so part of it's it's 18 minutes or 19 minutes, whatever. And part of it, it's because it's just no. Yeah. Uh, that. Okay. But I, I don't know. Get into it. Let's no, go. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to be fun. We're going to start. Let's talk about all the things that they're clearly setting up are going to happen in later episodes. Because, as we mentioned, the dog can't go in the room with this millions of dollars priceless, not priceless, clearly as a price book. I don't remember what he said the book was for. Yeah, it's like a manuscript. It's It looks like it was like an ancient monk, like monk Bible illustrated or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's clearly being set up to be destroyed. Probably episode two because... The end of episode one, the dog gets into that room. Right. Why wasn't that book under glass? That book is worth millions of dollars. Even if the dog's not allowed in that room, dust is. Yeah. Like, literally, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it, you, sh- if it's an old, expensive book, you shouldn't be allowed to touch it. And I'm sure there are probably like tweezers to turn the page or something. But and like white gloves. And white gloves and yeah. all that. But still, you're right. Like in a vacuum under glass, right? Yeah, it's if if it's that important to you, in unless he's just he's reading it every day, it's just really important to him. And he gets his manuscript in. Oh yeah, you need like temperature control and humidity control. Um, what else gets set up in this show? Oh, it sounds like you've got a list. Let's hear it. I don't have a list. Okay, or rather, it's just some of the things I'd written down. Uh, the dog can't have. Anything other than prescription dog food because he's severely allergic to nuts. And if he does eat something other than dog food, he poops a lot. Yeah, the poop, the so dog's going to poop all dog's over gonna the place. dog's going to poop all over the place. Yeah. Just everywhere. Something's going to happen with the gardener. Something's going to happen with the gardener. Um, the car we see him driving at the beginning or like as a part of their little montage of everything that he fucked up is one of those very, very nice like $2 million cars. Yeah. Or 2 million pound cars. They already got rid of the manual, so that was like clearly a thing. The only thing that I found legitimately funny, and by legitimately funny, I mean I literally went, <laughs> was when he was trying to figure out how to open the uh, cupboards and was just scratching his head thinking about one open. And so to open another one, he just got down low and scratched his head again and that opened it. That was the only thing that was even remotely funny in this show. You know what, buddy? That's exactly what I knew you were going to say. Uh-huh. And you know why? Because that's the thing that I thought was funny in the yeah. episode. Like, if you didn't say that, my response was like, the thing I thought that was funny in the episode was good. Uh, yeah. I guess the other thing that was moderately funny was when he's trying to wave to get the uh, cabinets to open the gardener drives by in the lawnmower and he like slowly turns to pretend like he was waving at him the whole time <laughs> yeah but that didn't even get a <laughs> out of me it was just okay that's a little funny that got a chuckle out of shay i thought he was gonna pretend like he was cleaning the cabinet that would have worked and been smarter too there are a lot of things i think that this show had potential to be funny 
Yeah, this guy just was not very smart. I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if this had the potential to be funny. I think it had the potential to be what it was. We've already written two or three jokes based on the first episode alone. You're right. That would have been funnier than what actually happened in this show. I don't think it would have been hysterical or amazing, but I think it would have been enough for me to be like, ah, yeah, like he's back to doing Mr. Bean sort of antics. All right. Okay. So maybe this is one of those episodes, instead of writing episode two, we rewrite episode one. You're really making me cash a check that I'm not sure that my ass was capable of writing. Let me get and it I'm started. I'm very aware I fucked up that saying entirely. Let me get this started. Okay. Okay. They're getting ready for they're getting ready for their trip, the the rich couple, and they're doing all the stuff, right? We've got to go back even further than that though, if we're keeping with the structure of the show at least, which is that he's in uh court. But instead of getting sentenced as guilty, he says he's up on the stand and is getting asked, you're being charged with, and then they list off the charges. What do you have to say for yourself? And that's when he speaks up and says, it's about a B. Moving on. Okay. So. Just want to set up that we're very clearly better writers than whoever the doofus is that wrote this. Go on. So they're like, "Where? where's the house sitter? Oh, no. It's a new house sitter. And then the doorbell rings. They go and they answer the door. And there's the house sitter, uh, played by Rowan Atkinson. No, Jim Carrey. Nineteen ninety-five, Jim Carrey. <laughs> I think you think that I was going to take issue with the fact that it was current Jim Carrey as opposed to older Jim Carrey, no, and I'm going to take I'm... issue with the fact that we're just entirely rewriting the entire show at some point. So if we're doing that, then let's scrap the whole idea that they're going on vacation altogether. I just wanted to introduce the idea I had, which was, if this show had Jim Carrey in it instead, it could work. From what I understand, I have never watched them, but from what I understand, he made the Sonic movies kind of work, so maybe he can make this work. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to think of other good physical comedians of our day. Jim No, you nailed it more. Jim Carrey. Or, oh... Stick with me on this. You know who could be good? Robert Downey Jr. You ever see that Chaplin movie where he plays Charlie Chaplin? No. He fucking nails it. He could he could handle this shit. Yeah, I'm just thinking if Robert Downey Jr. was getting real mad at a bee, he would just like shoot it with this little like phase blast or whatever <laughs> on his hand. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like the stakes are really low <laughs> or like he'd either do that or he'd solve a mystery about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, while Jude law looks on and goes, wow, that's so smart. Yeah. Sherlock. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, Jesse Plemons though. <laughs> now we're just naming actors. <laughs> Okay, new game. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. All right, so Dame oh, Judy Dench. Meryl fucking Street. No, Dame Judy Dench. All right. If only because she insists on being billed as Dame Judy Dench in all press materials for the show. So I guess we're not going with Jim Carrey and we're going with. Dame Judy Dench? Yeah. Also, we're not calling it man versus B. We're calling it Dame versus B. 
Because even in the show, she insists on being a dame. <laughs> All right. Let's put a pin in Dame Judy Dench because I like that. I just had another uh, <laughs> idea, though. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage. He was in that bee movie, wasn't he? About where bees got at him. The Wicker Man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was... While we're at it, we might as well say Jerry Seinfeld. Because, like, he was in that B-movie. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld can't pull this off. Michael Richards could pull this off, though. And he's not canceled anymore. Isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> has he made amends for everything horrible he said? <laughs> he has apologized profusely for everything horrible he said. Gotcha. Um, I'm going with an uncanceled Michael Richards. <laughs> You're going with... Uh, Dame Judy then. So here, here's but, what the show now is. It's no longer man versus B. It's Dame versus Kramer. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like it. All right. So an uncanceled Michael Richards and a Dame Judy Dench who just got some press for saying something a little transphobic. <laughs> and, and so Dame Judy Dench is, is the... Uh, is the house sitter. And as soon as they leave, Michael Richards just Kramer bursts through the front door. (laughs) Goes right to the fridge. I think that that's a problem with having Michael Richards in this is a lot of the comedy is set up around, uh, the main character, not knowing how to open doors in this house. Cause everything's so high tech. He just Kramer's into every door. Yeah. I can't get this door open, Michael. But he's the antagonist, though. So okay, yeah. So she's like trying to her, keep him out of places, yeah. and he's just like keeps Kramer. <laughs> it's it's her be him. She does not want him in this house. In fact, the owners are like, "We've got this crazy neighbor, and he's gonna like try to like get you in on his get rich schemes and all this sort of stuff. You just got to kick him out. Yeah, yeah. You just give him a piece on. of fruit and mm-hmm. boot him. But." uh He's just like all over the place, and she's like chasing him around with a broom. She puts like a big plastic cup over him, sprays him with bug killer. Yeah, which I don't know. I'm not going to watch more of this, but one of the reasons I'm tempted to watch more of this is to see how he went from this point to flamethrower without using bug killer first. Yeah, like at any point, does he consider poison? Maybe he does consider poison and he accidentally kills the dog. Ooh, yeah. And so so Dame Judy Dench bakes a cake, puts poison in it, and she gives it to Kramer. And Kramer's just like he eats it. <laughs> <laughs> the end. One episode out. Also, I think that if this were like just a ten minute short. I would have been like, yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, I think that they could take all of the funny moments, because I'm sure that there are funny moments in the... Is it actually ten episodes? It might be eight. Okay. I'll look I'll look right now. Okay. In the eight to ten episodes of this show, cram all of those funny moments into just one ten to fifteen minute short, and it probably would have been funny. Yeah. But instead, what we're going to do is give him a backstory where he's got a daughter that he wants to take on vacation. And he couldn't like before because he didn't have a job, but now he has a job. You know what I mean? Who gives a shit? Nine. There's nine episodes. So they made eight. 
you know, and they're like, oh, we got one more in us. Yep, I'm just I'm I'm gonna skip to a random episode of this show and the, read the description. Uh, okay, <laughs> chapter six, Trevor, which is the name of my uh, Mr. Bean's character. So Dame Judy Dench, Tre- Trevor Bean, now cleans up the house and alternately fixes all the mess he made. Alternately fixes all the mess he made. Get better at typing Wikipedia. After which he gets a beer and goes to bed where Maddie calls him before sleeping. Was Maddie his daughter? Presumably. Probably. Um, He shares he has planned for a campsite visit. Okay, so yeah, his daughter. Meanwhile, and this is where it gets a little wild, the burglars break in by hacking the system and distracting the dog, but find out that all precious items are looking fake. Insurance scam. Insurance scam for sure. Also, there's burglars? Is this man versus B, or is this just like a guy in a house? It's a guy versus everything that starts with the letter B. B. Burglars. Beats. Bears. Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) I'm I'm over here, like, what is this, Home Alone? You know what I mean? Trevor overhears some noise, but finds the B in the toilet, and he starts shouting for it. After what, which he locks the system without knowing that burglars have broken in who have hidden in the library. So he accidentally locked in the burglars into the library with the very expensive book, presumably. No, that's that probably not destroyed. Act- yeah. And or fake. And uh, so he learns the codes. I gotta, I gotta watch more of this, dude. Yeah, this is all uh, absolutely ridiculous. Just read the end to see what <laughs> Okay, <I'm> This might be my new favorite bit on this show is just reading random descriptions for episodes after this because the first sentence of episode nine gets wild. As he gets the bee in his trap, Trevor launches the explosion (laughs) due to which the dog is trapped under the falling showpiece and the damaged car breaks out of the garage. Number one, what is that fucking sentence? And number two, what fucking explosion? You know, the one he prepared. Trevor, however, is shocked to see that the bee survived. He now sets the house on fire, following the bee with the propane cylinder. Meanwhile, the returning couple witness all of this and charge him with 14 counts, after which he is sentenced to three years imprisonment. Uh, Here we go. Three months later in jail, he overhears the burglars talking about Christian, the guy who paid them for the robbery robbery and has claimed a fake insurance of millions of pounds. On Trevor's complaint, the police arrest Christian, who is hosting an an art gallery in his place. Trevor is released and rewarded and gets taken, takes his daughter to a campsite. While having snacks, he again gets interrupted by the bee and once again tries to kill it, setting up season two of Man vs. Bee. Nailed it. Man, I nailed that, dude. I think Dame vs. Crame is way better, though. It's a good name, too. Dame versus Cream. Also, man versus bee in the woods. What could what could go wrong? Yeah, I mean, he's gonna step in that bonfire. He's gonna step in that bonfire. He's going to. He's gonna wave a flaming. Get log chased around. by a bear, like I said. Uh huh. And then launch into a tirade about Battlestar Galactica. Season three, man versus bee, but it's in a discotheque. Because there's beats there. I don't think you've ever said anything that has more 
evinced your age than when you said discotheque instead of club. I just want to be clear. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're not even old enough to have gone to discotheque. Right. But I, I'm not even saying like your literal age. I mean like your mental age. Yeah, that's more like <laughs> it. Because my literal age, they were clubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. You can check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. That's spelled out O-N-E. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Episode 1. That's the number one. Either of those should keep you up to date on our episodes as they come out. If you like the show, leave a rating or review. Uh, on Apple Podcasts. If you've already done that, do it again by going to your local Apple or Macintosh store and just shouting about leaving a review. Serial, do the rest of the work. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>